Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children, the podcast from the American Academy of Pediatrics in conjunction with RadioMD.com. I'm Melanie Cole. I'm so glad to have you join us today. You know if you're a parent, one of the worries that you have is that your kids will get bullied, whether it's at school or now online or on the sports field or in any place, you know, it's a pretty scary thought. And I'll tell you some of my own personal stories during this podcast. But joining me today is Dr. Inkiruka Orajaka. She's a pediatrician in emergency medicine at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. Dr. Orajaka, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. This is such a great topic, because now it's like, even bigger. Now bullying has taken many different forms and having some pretty terrible results as a, you know, as a result. So tell us, first of all, why do kids bully? Why do you think? First of all, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me today. Um, So bullying is something that has been there for a long time. And I definitely agree. It's having so many faces now because we're moving from direct bullying to having cyber bullying too with our kids being on social media. So we always say that um, there's no perfect setup for bullying. Bullying happens when one, kids have a real or perceived um, imbalance of power. So they see one, a person that they think a group of people they're more than, or two, they see someone where they have appearances different from theirs or beliefs or social constructs be different from theirs. And they hang on to that and perpetuates one habit. And if it's not stopped in one and it becomes multiple, then it tends to be bullying. So that's what happens in the case of bullying. So that's why bullying typically happens. There is no perfect setup. It's just a habit that's been formed and then just continues because it's not stopped. And because kids enjoy it when they see that someone is getting hurt, they just keep doing the same thing. So I'd like for you to differentiate for us between peer pressure and bullying and harassment. There's other types of ways that kids get manipulated. And peer pressure to do drugs or drink or do something they know might be dangerous is a little different than bullying, isn't it? Yes, it is. So bullying only, um, the term bullying, especially according to CDC criteria, has to be an unwanted aggressive action, which is repeatedly directed to a person or a group of people. And there's always that perceived it real or a real or perceived imbalance of power with an intent to cause harm. So this may be um, they're targeting the person all the time. When it comes to peer pressure, this might be a group of people trying to convince someone to do something. And it's not necessarily being very um, aggressive all the time. It may just be trying to coerce you to take the drugs with us, have this activity with us. There might be an extent of bullying that comes with peer pressure too. But sometimes in peer pressure, it may just be one episode of it. And at does not necessarily count as um, bullying. Of course, there's also like a boundary of when it comes to harassment, because you have that line between harassment, which now tends to be more like a legal issues that tend to happen when they get older. That's another different thing when it comes to when you compare it to bullying too. 
Wow. Well, it's certainly an important distinction to make, right? So for parents, how do we know? How do we know if our children are getting bullied or indeed if our children are the bully? Are there some warning signs, doctor, that would say to a parent, you know, something's going on with the kids? So, yeah, so the interesting thing and really sad thing about bullying too, what we've seen is only 30 or to 40% of kids that actually get bullied speak up. So most people don't see anything. So this is about parents having to use their intuition or having that sixth sense to know there is something changing in my child. And you can see changes, and I like that you mentioned between the victims and the bullies. You can see changes in the victims. In victims, you might see um, unexplained injuries when they start complaining of unexplained sex symptoms because one they don't want to go to school or maybe they don't want to get on the bus because there's a bully or someone that's bullying them on the bus or they may have like unexplained destroyed uh, property when they come back or you may start noticing when it gets to an extent now they may be getting more um much more involved and they're getting more sad about it when you start seeing destructive behaviors you notice that your child is cutting and you may not even know but you see they start to wear long sleeves in the house when it's super hot summer so those are subtle signs that you may see in kids to start suspecting there is something going on in my child and you want to ask it may not bullying per se be bullying per se but in most situations it might be and then when it comes to the bully aspect of it, you may notice that your child is getting more aggressive, getting more into fights, having extra money because now they're extorting from other kids or they're getting into detention. They're having changes of behavior. You have no idea where this is coming from. So it means there's something going on. You always have to ask. And the only way to know if a child is being bullied or not is for you to ask and do more investigation. Okay, that's great advice. Now, what do you do if your child does tell you that they're being bullied? So I think, um, one, you have to step back and make sure you tell your child, first of all, thank you for telling me because most kids are scared to speak up because one, they feel maybe they're get, going to get punished, they're going to get bullied more, or maybe the adult is not just interested in what's happening to them. So you have to, first of all, make sure you encourage them, say, I'm happy you told me now, let's get to, let's solve the problem and see what's happening. And I think you want to get more information to know what's the scenario. Is this happening? on the bus? Is this happening online? Is this happening in school? Because I know most of the bullying situations happen on the bus and in school, but with kids being um, on social media now and out of school, a lot of it is happening in the, uh, in the social media area. So we respect to school. If it's the bus drivers, I mean, so many places have different policies, but you can start by speaking up to the bus driver. My child complained about this. Is it possible for you to start doing more investigation? talk to the school so we can see what's going on because you want to follow a chain of command and not take responsibility into your own hands so you want to do that reporting first to the bus driver then to the teacher then to the school and they can do investigations and make sure is that is actually bullying acts going on and nothing else sometimes those investigations work and they can actually um get the um the bully or the group of people involved and speak to them separately, but they also want to speak to your child separately to make sure they're getting the therapy involved because there's so many mental health effects associated with that. So you want to make sure your child is going to get help too when this is found out. Well, that's certainly true. And, and you know, doctor, a lot of parents, they right away want to go to the parents of the kid who 
has been, you know, identified. And with that investigation that you're talking about, some parents just go right to the other parents. Is this the wrong thing to do? So, um, it is not the right thing to do, especially as a first step. But you know what the parents, that's just the real thing that comes into your mind at the point. One of the reasons why it's not the right thing is one, you might be putting your child in a different situation because they may continue to go to the same school and it may get more aggressive and child might actually get hurt. And then also you're not sure what the situation is with the other parents. It may result in something more aggressive, something that ends up being more um, police and legal issues. So you want to come through the school. You can also go as far as going to the superintendent if you feel like the school is not doing enough but going directly parents might be a little more dangerous as we think uh, compared to what we think and it's not the right thing to do first what about teaching your child ways to deal with the bullies before you even start going to the various entities to help you with this because even in certain situations doctor like a coach could be a bully on the field and you don't necessarily want to jump in because that can affect your child's you know ability to play that sport do we teach our kids how not to be bullied or what to do if they are definitely so it's very important to first we have to educate ourselves about bullying because I know some families or parents don't believe bullying exists. They just think kids is something kids have to grow up with. So we have to understand bullying exists. Then we have to educate and empower our kids. So this is telling them what are acceptable behaviors of what people, what you have to report and laying it out for them to understand step by step based on all how old they are makes it a little bit easier to understand. So when the child goes to this and say, no, my parents said this is not a acceptable. So I'm supposed to report this and not just only necessarily for your own child, but for other children, because they're always bystanders and everyone has to report it. So now they can see, no, this is not just one episode happening. This is not an acceptable behavior and they can know what to uh, report. So yes, we always have to teach our children acceptable behaviors and also model acceptable behaviors at home. Because if you're telling your child, this is not acceptable and you do the same thing, it becomes a little bit confusing for the child to tell what to know what the difference is so we have to teach them at a really young age what to know when to report and who to report to well doctor now is the chance for me to tell my story based on what we're discussing when my daughter was about six or seven and she was a little tiny peanut i'm four foot ten so you can imagine she was probably two and a half feet tall and she saw a disabled child being bullied out during recess and she literally put herself between this bully and this child and said, can't say, can't play, and walked up and took the ball away from the bully, who then walked away. And I only found out about this because the teacher actually called me to tell me that this was what she witnessed my daughter doing. So I was so proud of her that day. And my question is, what do you do if you witness it? And especially in these days, it could be a little scary. You could end up, your child could end up getting hurt themselves. And as proud as I was of her, I don't know that right now I would feel completely the same way. It's a little scary. What do you do if you witness it? How do we teach our children to be part of the solution and not part of the problem? So I think, first of all, we have to understand how, I mean, every kid is different. So you have to know what extent or what your child can do. And you have to also let them know that more than half of bullying 
stops when someone intervenes. So now letting your daughter know she did a great job and someone didn't get bullied because of her. So teaching our kids, yes, you are making a real difference if you're standing up and looking the bully in the eye and saying stop. So the whole idea is for them to be able to say stop, be able to stand tall and become or just walk away or actually say back, you cannot do that because that's bullying. Or if you do that, I will make a report. I mean, most scenarios, the bullies walk away, but it also depends on, first of all, we have to build a communication with our child and say repeatedly and help them practice at home before they go outside. Because sometimes this is not a normal, this is not a natural skill that some kids have. So it takes the practice at home for them to be able to acquire that and get used to that. Bullying takes so many forms these days, doctor, and of course now we're hearing so much about cyberbullying. As parents, do we monitor what our children are doing online? Are there different red flags to find out that our children are being cyberbullied? How do we even know? Yes, definitely. So cyberbullying can happen via the phone and text messages. It may happen via internet, through emails, may also happen through the different social media formats that we have. And now it's pretty much most of the social media are controlled. So people that kids don't even know can get access to them. And definitely that's another one that's pretty subtle because unless your child tells you or you notice changes, you may not even know what's going on because now they're not coming back home with injuries. They've just been mentally affected at that time. So parents, it's recommended to monitor what your child is doing online so you can tell what's going on. Some of the recommendations have been you can have your child use their devices in common areas. So when they start getting emotional or getting upset about something, then you can ask what's going on because then you can see the emotions and responses going on at the time when they are getting those text messages or maybe those threats or maybe those pictures that are making fun of them. And on, also, it's good to limit time spent outside social on social media because when you discuss curfews, you notice that your kids are not using it overnight when people can't see what's going on. So you encourage them to use it at the times where they can discuss with you. And then other things you can do is if you notice your child starts getting bullied on those platforms, make sure you're saving and storing those images or pictures or messages because you can definitely report that to the um, police department so that way they can use that to also do more investigation and see what's been going on. Doctor, is there something the schools can do specifically to help address this situation? Do they take up the mantle? Is there any kind of national level recommendations for schools? Are parents supposed to be involved with the schools to help prevent this? Tell us what the schools can do to help prevent bullying a little bit. So the problem is, so the U.S. does not have a national policy on bullying. It's recommended that every state have their own policy. And actually, policies differ per state. Some states are much better than others. So that's more like in a central, uh, in a national uh more national way, there's nothing central. And some uh, states have policies that are encompassed, and which means it includes how you can identify, it includes how you can help the kids in terms of therapy, and it includes how you can report. So when it comes down to schools and school districts, they need to have a comprehensive a more logical approach to identify bullying and also a comprehensive format to know how to report because if ki- if schools are not working towards telling parents and school and te- sorry it's 
parents and teachers and staff how to identify bullying and how to take care of it then there's no way the kids are going to be going to feel comfortable reporting so one it has to be more encompassing for them to understand how to report how to have a no judgment policy when it comes to reporting and also how to do those investigations when it comes to that because one of the reasons why kids don't want to report is they recognize that when they report they bring the victim and the bully together and they're asking what is happening and then does not solve the problem so the school has to have a policy to tell parents that this is not how it's going to be solved we have to do a very comprehensive investigation and also make sure we're getting to the root to the bottom of the problem this is such a great topic doctor can you wrap it up for us give us a summary on how to help our children deal with bullying if it happens to them as parents how we can recognize those red flags that our children are being bullied and are there any ways that we can prevent it in the first place? So I want us to know that bullying does exist and bullying does not have to be a normal behavior that every child should grow up with. There is a difference between normal child play and bullying. And I also want us to know that bullying has been seen to affect our children mentally including the victims, the bullies, and also the bystanders. So this is something we all need to be taken seriously to make sure we're preventing and avoiding bullying. And we also have to know that we should encourage our kids to report this to us, even if they're being the ones bullying or the victims, the bullies, or the bystanders. Because by reporting, we all, almost, we're solving almost half of the problem. And in terms of prevention, one, we have to get educated to know what the policies are around our area so we can make sure that we're talking about it. And then also educating, empowering our children so that way they can know, appreciate the differences in everyone and also being friendly and helping other people. Thank you so much, doctor, for joining us today. What a great topic. There are so many levels to this topic, and it's so important for parents to hear. And of course, parents, share this excellent podcast with your friends and your family on social media, because we are learning from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics together, and they are the gold standard. They are helping us to raise our children and raise them safely. And that's what this is really all about. So share this show so we can all help to prevent bullying, because it's heartbreaking to see what's going on today with bullying, whether it's cyberbullying or emotional bullying or even physical bullying. So let's help our kids. Let's help them deal with it. And better yet, let's prevent it in the first place. This is Melanie Cole for RadioMD.com. And you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are played. But we want you to listen at RadioMD.com. For Healthy Children, the American Academy of Pediatrics and RadioMD, thanks so much for listening.